Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Picture this. You're on a John Deere compact tractor, enjoying the sun as you clear brush across your pasture. You just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Hello, friends. Thanks so much for downloading the Money Girl podcast. It's great to have you here. I really appreciate you spending some time with me this week. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert, content creator, media source, and award-winning author based in Austin, Texas. Today's topic was inspired by Ray B., who says, I've been a weekly Money Girl listener for many years and appreciate the thoroughness of your podcast. I was reading today that Roth 401k accounts are subject to RMDs, while Roth IRAs are not. I thought all Roth accounts were exempt from RMDs. What have I missed? Ray, thanks so much for being a loyal podcast listener and for this great question. Today, we're going to cover RMDs, which are required minimum distributions on retirement accounts. They can be confusing and more important if you don't follow them, either because you don't want to or you just don't know the rules. The penalty is very, very high. While RMD rules don't affect you until later in life, Young people, listen up. You need to get familiar with them too. The policies for taking distributions from retirement accounts should be factored into your planning to build wealth, no matter your age. Knowing how to start and contribute to retirement accounts is key. That's known as the accumulation phase. But at some point, you want to take money out, or you may be forced to take it out in some cases. This is the withdrawal phase. That's what we're going to talk about today. So in this show, I'm going to explain what RMDs are and how they affect different types of retirement accounts. You'll learn six of the most important rules about taking distributions that every investor should know. Again, stick with me even if you're in your 20s or you're still far away from retirement age because these rules will apply to you if you're using tax-advantaged retirement accounts, which is definitely what I recommend as a major part of building wealth for the future. And as we go, I'm going to weave in some answers to several listener questions that I received. Plus, stay tuned at the end of the show for tips from our friends at thepennyhoarder.com. They're coming to us today with smart ways to create and stick to a budget. You don't want to miss it. You'll find the notes for this and every show with links to the resources that I mention and the full archive of podcasts in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 556 called Six Rules Every Investor Should Know About Retirement RMDs. In addition to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and many other places that you may be listening to the show, We are now available on Google Podcasts, so if you're an Android user, 
you definitely should subscribe there. In fact, I received an email from Nora L. who says, can I listen to your podcasts on Android devices? Yes, Nora, please, please check out Google Podcasts. And wherever you listen, do me a teensy tiny favor and take a minute of your time to rate and review the show. That means a lot to me, but it also helps new listeners find the show and understand what we're all about. So first, I'll give you a background on what RMDs or required minimum distributions for retirement accounts are. They are annual minimum amounts that you must typically withdraw from a retirement account starting the year you reach age 70 and a half. They continue for the rest of your life or until an account is depleted. The purpose of an RMD is to make sure that you eventually pay tax on amounts that were not previously taxed. So payouts are subject to your ordinary income tax rate, not the capital gains rate. That's a rate that gets applied to investment profits outside of retirement accounts. You can take out more than the minimum each year, but failing to withdraw what's required each year results in very stiff penalties. And there are a few exceptions, which I'm going to cover in a moment. So let's go through a summary of six of the most important retirement RMD rules that every investor should know. Number one, only a Roth IRA has no RMD for the owner. So you have to take RMDs from just about every type of retirement account. You've got to take them from traditional tax-deferred accounts that you own as an individual, as a business owner, or even through an employer. So these include a traditional IRA, any number of self-employed plans like a SEP IRA, Simple IRA, and a Solo 401k. They include any type of plan through an employer, such as a 401k, 403b, and a 457 plan. It includes profit-sharing plans, employee stock ownership plans known as ESOPs, and federal thrift savings plans. These are TSPs for government employees. So these are all the accounts that have RMDs. Now, I mentioned plans at work. And what you need to understand is that Roth accounts at work, such as a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b, are also subject to RMDs. And that's what Ray was asking about at the top of the podcast. Because you own a Roth at work, the rules do require you to take RMDs. However, since you make after-tax contributions to a Roth, those withdrawals of both contributions and earnings from a workplace Roth or even a Roth IRA are always tax-free. So you do have RMDs from a Roth at work. You do not have RMDs from a Roth IRA. So a Roth IRA is unique because it's the only retirement account that has no RMD while the original owner is alive. And I say original owner because eventually after your death, somebody's going to inherit that account and they will have to start taking RMDs. But as the owner, you don't. So this exception allows you to keep money that you don't need growing tax-free for your heirs. But after your death, any beneficiaries who inherit your IRA must comply with RMD rules. 
And by the way, if you're not sure about the differences between Roth and traditional accounts and IRAs and 401ks, I would encourage you to download my one-page guide called the Retirement Account Comparison Chart. You can get this free download by visiting the freebie section over at lauradadams.com or by sending me a text message. If you text the word retire, R-E-T-I-R-E, to the number 33444, you'll get it right away. And that may help you as we go through this podcast. Okay, so the first rule is only a Roth IRA has no RMD for the owner. The second rule you need to know is that retirement plans at work have RMD exceptions. So if you have a retirement plan at work, like a 401k or a 403b, there's an important RMD exception that you need to know. If you are not ready to retire by age 70 and a half, and you're still working for an employer where you have a retirement plan, you actually don't have to take RMDs. So maybe you're somebody who's just not ready to retire for whatever reason. Maybe you enjoy your job or maybe for economic reasons, you need to continue earning income. It really is becoming more common for people to keep working past age 70 and a half. As long as you don't own more than 5% of the company where you work, you can generally delay the requirement to take distributions from a traditional or a Roth workplace plan. So you can put that off and delay it until you actually decide to retire. In some cases, the rules may even allow you to still be considered employed for the purposes of this exception, even if you're working part-time. So you need to check with your retirement plan administrator to understand what's allowed if you're continuing working past the age of 70 and a half. Also note that the still working exception does not apply to any other type of retirement plan for individuals or for the self-employed, like a traditional IRA or a solo 401k, or to retirement accounts that you have with previous employers. It only applies to workplace plans with the company that you're currently working for. Now, a lot of people have asked me, well, what about the other end of the spectrum, Laura? What if you plan to retire early? Well, a podcast listener named Natalie G asked me this very question. Natalie says, I imagine you wouldn't want to put too much into your 401k if you plan to spend it prior to age 59 and a half. What are the best saving strategies if you want to retire early? Natalie, thanks so much for your question. The answer really depends on exactly how early you want to retire. If you take money out of a retirement account before age 59 and a half, you typically get hit with income taxes plus an additional 10% early withdrawal penalty. However, there are exceptions. One of them is called the separation from service exemption. This is when an employee decides to leave their employer after turning 55. So let's say you want to retire after your 55th birthday and you're no longer working for the company that has your 401k or your 403b, you can take penalty-free withdrawals. And why you decide to leave really doesn't matter. It could be because of your health. It could be getting fired or laid off or just deciding that you're ready to retire early. If you have a traditional 401k, you would still have to pay income tax on those distributions, but they're tax-free if you have a Roth at work, and again, you would avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. 
There's another exemption that allows you to retire early and avoid this penalty that we're talking about on withdrawals from a retirement plan at work. It's called a 72T payment plan. This is when you set up a series of equal payments from a retirement account. And for this one, you don't have to be age 55. You can actually be much younger if you want, and it can apply to both a workplace retirement account and one as an individual or for the self-employed. But this option can be a little tricky because you have to continue taking payments for at least five years or until you reach age 59 and a half, whichever is longer. To learn more about this option, I would encourage you to check out one of my older shows. It's podcast number 409 called How to Take Penalty-Free Early Withdrawals from Retirement Accounts. So without going into a lot of detail on these exemptions, the main point I want you to remember is that there are legal workarounds, no matter if you want to delay your distributions from a retirement account or take them ahead of schedule and retire early. My advice is to keep plowing money into your retirement account at work if you have one, no matter what your future retirement plans may be. Okay, the third important rule to know is that your RMD amount changes every year. This is one of the most confusing parts of the RMD rules, how it's calculated. Your annual required withdrawal is based on the balance in your account at the end of the previous year and on your longevity. The IRS publishes several life expectancy tables in publication 590B, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes. There's a table if your beneficiary is a spouse who is at least 10 years younger than you. There's a table if your spouse is not that young and a table if you inherited a retirement account. These tables give you a different life expectancy factor every year. And so you take the account balance as of December 31 of the previous year and you divide it by your life expectancy factor from the appropriate IRS table. The result is how much you have to withdraw for the current year. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're 70 and a half, you have $400,000 in a traditional IRA, and you have a life expectancy factor of 27.4. Again, this is according to the IRS tables. This year, you'd need to withdraw $14,599. This is calculated by taking $400,000 and dividing it by 27.4. As I've mentioned, you can withdraw more than the required minimum distribution, but you can't apply an excess toward the RMD requirement for future years. Your retirement custodian typically lets you know the amount of your RMD and sends out Form 1099-R to report the distribution. So you're probably not gonna have to calculate this on your own, but you might wanna double check it. And it's a good way to sort of understand what your future required distribution will be. Setting up an automatic monthly or quarterly RMD withdrawal plan can help you stick to a budget when you're in retirement. At Delta, we know Mike NHC prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. 
Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, rule number four, multiple accounts can be subject to different RMD rules. Well, if the rules weren't complicated enough, they do vary a bit if you have multiple retirement accounts. So if you've got more than one 401k, you have to calculate and withdraw your RMD separately from each of them. However, if you have multiple IRAs, you can figure the RMD for each account and add them up to determine your aggregate RMD. And then for this rule, you can include all types of IRAs. So traditional IRAs, SEP IRAs, and simple IRAs. Once you have your aggregate IRA amount, you can take it from your IRAs in any ratio that you want by the end of the year. For instance, you could take the aggregate total from just one IRA account until that account is depleted and then go on and draw down the next IRA. Or you could split up the total by taking it from multiple IRAs in the same year. Interestingly, this aggregation rule also applies when you have more than one 403B plan. You can combine RMDs and take the total from one or more of your 403Bs in any proportion you like. But as I mentioned, you cannot aggregate 401ks or even 457 plans that you get through work, nor can you combine different types of retirement accounts, such as an IRA and a 403b, into one RMD. So again, if you've got multiple 401ks, you've got to calculate and withdraw RMDs separately from each of them. Rule number five, you can use rollovers to your advantage. One way that Ray could avoid having to take future RMDs from a Roth 401k is by doing a rollover to a Roth IRA. As I mentioned, the Roth IRA is the only retirement account that does not require the original owner to take RMDs. So doing a tax-free rollover to a Roth IRA would give you the ultimate flexibility for taking withdrawals as you wish and allowing your heirs to benefit from tax-free distributions. Now, just to be clear, you can't take an RMD 
from one retirement account and roll it over into another retirement account in an effort to avoid taxes. However, you can take an RMD, a full distribution from a 401k, pay taxes on it, and then deposit it into a Roth IRA as a contribution. But to make a Roth IRA contribution, you must have earned income that doesn't exceed the annual Roth IRA limits to be eligible to make contributions. Whether you can even do this before leaving your employer is something you'll have to check into. It's called an in-service rollover. Typically, rollovers can only happen when you leave your employer, but there are some plans that allow an in-service rollover. So that means even though you're still employed, you can roll over that Roth 401k into a Roth IRA before you leave. So again, ask your benefits administrator what's possible if you're not sure. Likewise, if you've reached the age of 70 and a half and you qualify for the still working exception that I previously mentioned, you might consider a reverse rollover to delay your RMDs from a traditional IRA. Most employer plans accept rollovers from an IRA. So you would take it from a traditional IRA into a traditional 401k at the employer where you're currently working. You might even be able to roll over a 401k from a previous employer into the 401k at your current employer if you're still working. Again, check with your human resources department or the workplace plans custodian to see if doing a reverse rollover is possible. If so, it could be an effective way to delay RMDs when you're still working and you don't need the income or the additional tax burden. And our last rule, number six, not complying with RMDs is expensive. Many investors begin taking distributions from their nest egg when they start taking Social Security retirement benefits, which can be before age 70. You can make penalty-free withdrawals from any type of retirement account after you reach age 59 and a half. That's the official retirement age when you get to avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. But if you have not started tapping your retirement savings in your 60s, You've got to take RMDs after you turn 70 and a half, whether you need the money or not. So don't forget the deadline to comply. Your first RMD must be taken by December 31 of the year you turn 70 and a half, or you can actually extend it the first year through April 1 of the following year. This is a one-time extension given to first-timers. But if you use this extension, you must also take your second withdrawal by December 31 of the same year. So that means you end up having an oversized tax bill in one year, which I don't recommend. It's better to space it out in most cases. As I've mentioned, you can always withdraw more than the minimum required amount, but if you miss the deadline or you withdraw too little, you must pay income tax plus an additional 50% penalty on the amount you failed to withdraw. Again, a 50% penalty, that is massive. So RMDs are no joke. You do not want to mess these up or forget about them. If you're fortunate enough not to need the funds you receive from an RMD, there's plenty you can do with it. One option is to reinvest it in a regular taxable brokerage account, or you could keep it in a bank savings or put it in a CD. Or you might spend your hard-earned money on a treat, such as a family vacation or a new vehicle. 
If you're in the giving mood, you could use funds from an RMD to pay for a child or a grandchild's education. If you make a contribution to a 529 college savings plan for a potential student, you may qualify for a state income tax deduction, depending on where you live. And charities would love to receive your RMD as what's known as a Qualified Charitable Distribution, a QCD. A QCD is a non-taxable distribution, and it can be up to $100,000 or even $200,000 if you file a joint tax return. And it gets paid from your IRA directly to a qualified charity. So if you're in a position where you must take RMD money that you don't need to spend, consider using it to make a difference in the lives of family, friends, or even total strangers. Okay, to quickly review these rules, number one, only a Roth IRA has no RMD for the owner. Number two, retirement plans at work have RMD exceptions. Number three, your RMD amount changes every year. Number four, multiple accounts can be subject to different RMD rules. Number five, you can use rollovers to your advantage. And number six, not complying with RMDs is expensive. And before we go, I've got one more listener question to share with you. Naomi S. wrote me to say, I'm trying to get out of credit card debt. I want to take control of my financial life and set up a good financial future for my children. I've applied for a few loans to consolidate my debt, but have been turned down. I would really like to have a less stressful financial situation. Do you have any tips on where to start? Naomi, thanks for your important question, and I'm sorry to hear that you're dealing with some financial stress right now. Because you were turned down for a loan, I'm going to assume that you have poor credit. There are many ways to turn your finances around and alleviate the pressure, even if you don't have extra money. And I would love to help you, and this is exactly what I cover in my new class, Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan to stay debt-free forever. I created this class for people just like you. It lays out specific strategies for your options depending on the types and amounts of debt you have. Debt is a very broad topic, so there isn't a one-size-fits-all answer. So I recommend that you invest a small amount in yourself by getting an in-depth education on the solutions for taking control. It will really pay off. You get lifetime access to the content and can learn at your own pace. If you want to learn more and check it out, visit lauradadams.com or just text me. Text the phrase debt course, D-E-B-T-C-O-U-R-S-E, to the number 33444, and I'll send you an email with a discount that makes the course very affordable at half off. I hope to see you in the class. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. And we'll go out with budget tips from thepennyhoarder.com. Budgeting is fun said no one ever. Trust me, I get it. Budgeting is the last thing you want to do. There are so many methods out there that it can be hard to choose one that's not going to make you crazy. This is Lisa Rowan from thepennyhoarder.com, and I'm here with today's budgeting crash course. Our first budgeting method is the 50-20-30 method. Break down your income and split your spending into three categories. 
50% goes to essential bills and expenses, 20% toward your financial goals like savings, and 30% goes to everything else, all of your personal spending. This is a great method for people who worry that they won't have a life if they're on a budget. Next is the envelope method. The envelope method is traditional cash-only budgeting. Every month, you use cash for different categories of spending, and you keep the cash for each category in separate envelopes, labeled for groceries, housing, the hair salon. You see where I'm going. It's good for people who know they need help with self-control. If there's nothing left in one envelope toward the end of the month, there's no more money to spend on that category, period. Another option is the zero-based budget. For this budget, your income minus your expenses, including your savings, equals zero. This way, you have to justify every single expense. It's good for people who need a simple, straightforward method that accounts for every dollar. Which one is right for you? For more budgeting tips, visit thepennyhoarder.com. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com.